With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Catch the show Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to noon on Check. Ho, 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 gentlemen. The holidays came early here at Manscaped as they just launched new products, including their all-new ultra-premium body wash, and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. Every guy out there needs to add Manscaped to their wish list this season. It's time to give yourself or someone who needs it the gift of beautiful skin, hair, and body this holiday season. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Donnie and Dolly at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code Donnie and Dolly. Clean up your chestnuts and make Santa proud this year. Your local sports coverage lives here. Everybody's doing something. We'll do nothing. With Don Taylor. I've got this crooked cane, this really old crooked cane. And Rick Dollywall. We ended up going to a Best Western to watch the Lions in the 83-82. Here's Donnie and Dolly. 10.30 downtown uh, Vancouver. We're in the Paul Carson studio. It's Donnie and Dolly, the team uh, on check. Uh, we're back. Obviously, technical difficulties on an important day. We apologize for that, uh, folks. We'll try to uh, jam everything uh, in here. Don Taylor, along with uh, Rick Dollywall, our producer, the man of the controls, Ryan Henderson, our director, the voice of God, who has been working very hard over the last half hour, yeah, is uh, Derek Wan. Again, our, our apologies uh, folks, the Canucks are apologizing today, as, as a matter of fact, after the 7-1 loss uh, last night down in Denver. And the Canucks had nothing to do with uh, <laughs> the technical difficulties. We got a ton of uh, emails and texts. Uh, Delaney's okay, Taryn Langley inbox. The Canucks had nothing to do with knocking us off the air, Donnie. No. Neither did Bell. So that's that, that's good. Oh, oh. Well, we've been down that road before. Yeah. Here's what I wanted to run at the top of the show. It's a Bo Horvat clip. Yep. And there's a word in this clip. This is post-game last night in Denver. When you hear this word, you have to be worried. Rock and roll with the captain of the Vancouver Canucks, Derek. No, I wasn't. Uh, obviously, it wasn't good. And, you know, we should be embarrassed. You know, we obviously didn't come to play tonight. And it definitely showed up there. They outworked us, outplayed us. And, again, it's unacceptable. And we can't let that happen again. What was the most disappointing part of the performance for you? I just think our lack of effort right away. I think, um, you know, they uh, they came out strong and, and looked like they wanted to win the hockey game. We didn't. And, you know, we didn't show any sign of response or, or anything. And that's just not the way we want to play. It's not the way we want to approach games. And and it showed tonight. And, again, it's unacceptable. And um, we definitely need to respond here, um, you know, come play when, when we play Vegas. Yeah, unacceptable is one word. But the word that I was focusing on, Embarrassed. embarrassed when you hear that word yeah that that is awful and it's not just it's not just about last night this is about you know the start to the season which everybody thought was going to be positive yep 
This, they, people thought the start of the season would be positive. The season would be positive. But when you talk about embarrassment, do you go back eight years to the start of the Jim Benning era? Yeah. Do you go back five with the start of Travis Green behind the bench? There's a lot here to, to dissect, and we're going to try to do our best today over the next hour and a half, Rick. Uh, outworked, outskated, outplayed, no pushback. Where's the care meter? Where's where's the guy last night in the second period, Donnie? That took and you, you your tweet last night about mm-hmm. you're down three nothing. Who's the guy on the team that took the bull by the horns and said, you know, a big hit or a big fight or a big goal or something? Where's the care meter? It's low. It was too low for me. And and when you you want to pass the buck around the blame, Donnie, uh, you can you can. It's everybody. It's the owner. It's it's the coaches. It's the GM. It's the players. You can hand it all around. This is a smart. Hockey market, Don. It's a Canadian market. They understand. They're tired. They're tired of the losing. This was supposed to be the season, Donnie. They turned it around. This was supposed to be, and here we are. The, the same stuff that you've been seeing in the past eight years is, is propping up again. It's so strange. I, I think, and I thought this was a positive, but really, alarm bells should have gone off when, you know, the other night, they're satisfied oh, with losing to losing. Anaheim. Got a point. A team with, what, two or three teenagers in their lineup, and they're satisfied with that loss because they, you know, they showed progress. The process uh, w- was just fine. That was, that, that was worrisome, yeah. uh, no doubt about it. The other strange part about it, oh, let, me, let, me, let me focus on this first. You mentioned my tweet. That second period, you start the second period, you're down 3 nothing. you're embarrassed, Bo's word, Word, not mine. Humiliated, actually. Okay, humiliated, the whole thing. You, you get it. Outshot 12-3. Do you see Colorado's first few shifts in that second period? In the Vancouver zone. And they were without Nathan McKinnon. And it was really, really, really tough to watch. It looked like the uh, Avalanche were playing the Abbotsford Canucks at times. And not the Vancouver Canucks mm-hmm. at, at times. The, the Landeskog goal the, and how the much way, time uh, they spent uh, in, in, in their zone. To, the, uh, there's a lot here, again, to, to die, dissect. The strangest thing for me is this. They're 5-7-2, uh, and two, okay? Right? I got that right. 14 right? games. Yeah, yeah 14 games. Uh, the strangest part, if somebody had told me that and things were really disappointing, if somebody told me that, like, you know, a long time ago before the season started, that they would be 5-7-2, I would say... Well, this means that Ekman Larson and Garland and Demko, some of the new pieces weren't working out, yeah. right? But they've been amongst their best players. Yes, yes. Like, like it, it's really weird. Like, those players have been just fine. It's the players that you expected to be as solid as can be that are letting them down. Is that coaching? Is that the GM? Is that the players themselves? I, don't even, I can't even begin to go on about Elias Pettersson. Well, <laughs> our group text last night, all three of us, uh, uh, not good. Uh, Pedersen, last night was the first night where I said, oh, my God, something's wrong with this guy. Donnie, something's wrong. He coughs up uh, the puck on the third goal. He had no shots on goal, in f- and that included four minutes on the mm-hmm. power play. Mm-hmm. Donnie, teams are taking the puck away from him like never before. One of his greatest things in his first three years, Donnie, is he, he not only controlled the puck, he protected it. But now teams are just, here, we're taking the puck away from you. 
that never happened before with Pedersen. Like I okay, so how much does that have to do with not playing for seven or eight months? Eight months, yeah. So he's not the difference maker. And Travis Green, uh, he needs his difference makers to be difference makers, and they're not being difference makers. And you can bring up that yeah, he's making seven million a year, and you can make you can, he's not dangerous. He's not. Tra- Travis Green ripped into after Pedersen gave the puck away, and the th- I don't th- we don't have these visuals, but Pedersen gave the puck away. Yeah, on that on that third Colorado Ratnan, goal. Ratnan. So he goes to the bench, Pedersen goes to the bench, and Travis lets him have it. It was on the broadcast uh, last night. Is it time to – and I'm serious here. Is it time to say, you know, and and Pedersen's pretty good defensively. I'll give him that. Is it time to move him to the third line? Put Miller in in as a center, Horvat in in as a center in the top six. Do you move Pedersen to the third line? Like something – they have to do something to wake people up. And and the other option is this, and this leads to our poll question. Do we want to show the poll question now? We're all over the place. Today, we're all over the right? place. We're all over the map. But let, let's get to the poll question, and we'll get to the highlights after that. So we're all over the place. Here's our poll question today. Rick, take it away. All right. Uh, uh, Ryan, you're going to post her up there? Uh, and uh, it, it's very simple, folks. And it's getting a lot of traction. It's hopping. It's, it, it's bopping just like we thought. Look at this, 2,200 votes. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Do the Canucks need to make a major move? Uh Forty-six percent say fire Jim and Travis. Twenty-six percent say fire Jim. Uh, Fifteen fire Travis. Uh, no, no. Be patient. Eleven percent. I I I love the eleven percent, Donnie. But it, it, the patient. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Because if you're patient right now, you've been patient for the last eight years. Because I don't know. I, I, this market is getting fed up. They are not going to be patient forever. Any move they make has to do with, should have to do with what we saw in Colorado, what we've seen at the start of the season. Uh, but also, you got to go back eight years. You got to go back to the start of, you know, when Travis Green took over behind the bench from from Willie yeah. D. You got. It's not just about this season. No, this, this goes way back. This weekend is huge. I know it's the start of. The, I was listening to fourteen Halford, games. Halford and Bruff today, yeah. and they were talking about. Uh, there was some argument whether or not you know this was a big game for the Canucks in Vegas. It's at the very least a big weekend. Yeah. They come back zero for three on this road trip, and they've got to do some business at Rogers Arena. They got to put people in the in the seats. Something's got to happen. Donnie, from a business point of view, it makes no sense to to not do something drastic, not, not or something significant. This was the year I thought they were going to show a sign to move up the standings and be closer to everybody. Did yeah. they made good moves in the summer? The coach was happy with the moves. The GM actually did some good work in the summer, and here we are again. We're looking right down at the barrel. It's going to be tough to make the playoffs again because the Oilers got twenty points, Ducks got nineteen, Calgary, LA at seventeen, and Vancouver's at twelve. So now it's an uphill climb. It's catch up, catch just like in games. They've given up the first goal twelve times in fourteen games, Donnie. It's the, all they ever do in the standings and on the ice is play catch up. And special teams have not been great, um, especially the PK. And I, I realize that Mott and Sutter are. Are, are are not there, but they're, they're bottom six players. There's there's bigger issues than that. It's it's tough to watch. I wonder. I just uh, let me get this in. I wonder if uh, Mott, you, you're going to see him this weekend. I'm just going to wonder that out loud. I'll leave it at that. If your organization and I love Tyler Mott as a player, I love what he's overcome off the ice, all of that. But if your organization is depending on Tyler Mott to save no, the no, day, no, no, it's and not. I realize PK has been a big deal with it with his team. There's there's a lot more there there are a lot more problems out there. Want to get the highlights, Ryan? We got time. 
Okay, let's let's uh, hit the highlights if you want to call them that. Derek, rock and roll here, Denver, Colorado. Early first, Thatcher Demko stops Naz Conry, but not an uncovered Valnus Kuchin. Canucks power play, or PK rather, gives up another goal, one nothing. Speaking of uncovered, look at this play by Kale McCarr. Beautiful. A lonely Gabrielle Landeskog taking advantage, 2-0. Elias Pedersen coughs up the puck in his own zone. Miko Rantanen shot a goal, 3-0 Colorado. Second period. Taves, Gerard, O'Connor, bing, bang, and a boom. Twine bulging, 4-0 home team. Later, Logan O'Connor to Darren Helm. The dreaded O'Connor-Helm combination. That was shorthanded, 5-0. More abs. Devin Taves from the point, 6-0. That was it for Thatcher Damco. Yaro Halak started the third. Final stanza, J.T. Miller off medal right to Niels Hoaglander. At least they broke uh, Kemper's shutout bid, 6-1. But a bad night gets worse. Tucker Pullman, high sticks, Kiefer uh, Sherwood uh, uh, with a Sherwood. That's a match penalty. That's a hearing with the NHL. Avs power play then. Uh, Halak with the save. J.T. Comfer bats in the rebound. Avs humiliate the Canucks, embarrass the Canucks 7-1. Vancouver versus Vegas on Saturday in Anaheim as they take on the Ducks again on Sunday. A back-to-back uh, situation. Like I said, they come back 0-3 on the road trip. Not good. Not good, Donnie. Something's got to happen, I would Not think. Not good. Okay, explain this to me. Uh, when Colorado took the 3-0 lead, the shots were 9 nothing for the Avalanche. And, and Vancouver's first shot was well, at explain the... explain it. They were terrible last night. The first shot was at the 11-minute mark, Donnie. You know, this wasn't the third game of the trip. It was the first game of the trip, and it takes you 11, shot, 11 minutes uh, to get that uh, first shot. If they were satisfied with what happened against Anaheim, which was ultimately a loss, they were the better team, but they lost. But if they were satisfied with that, and they played like it in Denver against the Colorado team yes, without yes. Nathan McKin- McKinnon, who does that fall on? Yeah. Is that the head coach? Is that the players? They all got to be better, bottom line, including the head coach. So let me tell you, let me throw this at you. Here's the Canucks injuries. Luke Shen, Highmore, Mott, and Sutter. Look at the Las Vegas uh, injured, injured list. Nolan Patrick, Mark Stone, Pacioretty, William Carlson. And they got another one last night. Five difference makers out, and they have won seven of their past nine games. You're kind of skirting the question there about, uh, about the head coach. I, to- I told you he's got to be better. What do you want me to do? I'm telling you. He's got to be better. He's got to be better. And uh, who constructed the uh, – who put the roster together, Donnie? Speaking of which, uh, this is Ray Ferraro. This is a tweet uh, from, from last night. A lot of criticism regarding Travis Green. And Ray Ferraro bounced back on Twitter yeah. uh, with this. We got the tweet here, uh, Ryan? It should be obvious, these are Ray's words, that it is a poorly constructed club. Poor on the blue line, don't defend well, PK is a flat-out debacle. I mean, seriously, oh yeah, and what can anyone do if your top guy or guys aren't really top guys? That is a shot, and, and Ray would tell you this, at Jim Benning and you know the, the top three, top, top six. I would Ray, Ray is the most intelligent player. Uh, guy in this market and when he says something like that that's bang on on all fronts it's a poorly constructed roster it's been eight years of mediocrity and the owner has allowed it the gm has allowed it and here we are again looking right down at the barrel of another disappointing season i said they had to make some sort of significant move if they come back over three okay on this road trip 
uh, with the way the season has gone even before uh, uh, the road trip, some sort of significant move. Now, does that mean you let go of the head coach, like our poll question talks about, the, the general manager? Fine. Okay, you want to do that. Who's the replacement? Yeah. And I'll tell well, you what. You know what I think? What? I think one of the Canucks' biggest mistakes, this is just me. Yeah. They got the Sedins in as consultants right now. Yeah. But I think one of their biggest mistakes, and I don't know if this was ever, ever a thing, and I've talked about it before, because nobody to me, nobody to me knows more about hockey or oozes leadership than Ray. Yeah. He, he, and if you're going to bring the Sedins in, in as consultants, and look, I'm, I'm backtracking here. Yeah. I'm going, you know, this is past history. Somebody should have hired Ray in that organization who was in town a long time ago. Uh, I know, Ray, if you're watching, you're probably pissed off at me right now. Yeah. But he would have been a great choice. Yeah. Maybe still is. I don't know if he would still uh, want to do it. He's got a pretty, just when pretty, you, good, or pretty good gigs uh, uh, right now. When you listen to Ray talk about the Canucks, it just makes so much sense. In so much sense. Pretty much every team in the National Hockey League. But there's somebody. We talk about them not drafting somebody in their own backyard. What about hiring somebody on an executive level, somebody who's in your backyard? Don't okay, he, that's, the, that, uh, that, that's probably not going to happen. But if, if they were to let go of Green, who replaces him? Who's well, out there? Well, Mike Babcock. Boudreaux. Claude Julian. Claude Julian. Hey, 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 hold it a second. Hold it a second. First of all, Travis isn't gone. If he is gone, uh, Claude Julian has a history with this general manager going back, they want a cup together. I'm just saying, and, and I, don't 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 tweet anything or say oh, anything. I think or, you're saying a lot. No, there. no. I, first of all, the coach is still here. He's not here, but I'm just saying to you, uh, you, you, rifle, you rifled off Boudreaux, uh, Babcock. The, this guy on Twitter wants Babcock. Give me a break. Uh, Claude Julian has a history with his GM. That's but all, all I'm, I'm saying. saying is maybe something that is, is a saving grace for the management uh, GM and the coach is that who's out there. Like the Sedins take over as, there, as general managers, yeah. co-general managers. I don't know. You know, it's, it's easy to say let let go of somebody, and maybe they, that happens. But who replaces them? So how did Edmonton turn it around? Kenny Holland came in, Tippett came in, two veteran guys. And look at the Flames now, Sutter, veteran guy. And maybe are they a little bit too raw and green? The Sedins? No. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We got to take a break. What are we doing next, Ryan? How are you? Uh, swell. Bit of a crazy morning here. Yeah, yeah well, we got it together. But let's sum it up this way. I wouldn't be surprised. Hey. I wouldn't. Nothing would surprise me with this organization. Them staying the course, whatever that course may be, or letting go of people left and right come Monday morning if they go over three. Yeah, but if you're going to accept nothing me, would surprise it, me. But that's the owner. You it, people say to me, "Well, that's oh, another issue." Hey, hold it a second. People say to me, "Oh, Green's going to get uh, fired. Green's going to get fired." It's not Jim that's going to make that call. It's the guy above him. And he's always made the final call. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're going to continue to accept mediocrity, this is not the market to accept mediocrity in. <laughs> okay, we'll take a break. Are we doing Big Rye next? What are we going to no, do? No, no. Okay, okay. Short segment coming up next. Again, we apologize, folks, and thank you so much for uh, hanging around uh, with our technical difficulties. Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by ableauctions.ca. Closing your business, we can help. Okay, folks, we're a little behind because of our earlier technical difficulties. Big Ride, the Twitter guy. Better late than never. Big Ride, the Twitter guy, brought to you by Arbutus RV. Whatever your adventure 
They have an RV for it. Visit them right now online at arbutusrv.ca. You know what's baffling to me is how many people in the inbox, Delaney's okay tire and lane oh, inbox. Oh, it's hopping. It's popping. They're still saying wait till American Thanksgiving for some reason. Well, stunning. Not, not technically, but historically, uh, that's when a lot of teams evaluate uh, uh, their situation because I don't know what the percentage is, but it, where you stand in American Thanksgiving, if you're in the playoffs, you're likely to be in the playoffs. If you're not in the playoffs, you're likely to be out of the playoffs. Yeah, but, but what we've seen in 14 games, is it any different than last year? No. Is it any different, is it any different than the games right before the COVID shutdown? No. Well, That's three yeah, years yeah, ago. But let, let, me, let me just say this. It was supposed to be a lot like the 2020 bubble. It's not even close. Well, and It's it, not even close. I was thinking about this on the way in. You say this all the time, Donnie. 2015, they get to the playoffs, 100 yeah. points, whatever the hell it was. We all know it was a mirage. Complete false. Yeah. It was not the case. They weren't a playoff team. They should have blew it all up then. I'm feeling the same way about the bubble now at this point. Oh, that it was I, a mirage. I, because look at if COVID doesn't happen, they're a borderline playoff team. Remember, they were really struggling before the shutdown. Then the shutdown comes. They get in on points percentage or whatever the heck it was. They beat Minnesota. They beat up a, a bruised uh, un- blues team, uh, an unhealthy Blues team. They get to seven games because Thatcher Demko becomes Superman against Vegas. And then look what's been the case okay, ever since. Uh, 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 yeah, okay, they had COVID last year and injuries, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it's been all... The exact same. We've done this show, the show we're doing right now, except at a different oh, you time. You weren't saying we're, this. We were all saying that that looked like the real thing. A lot of us were. It, Nobody, most people were saying if the Canucks were fooled, so so was everybody else. It, I I agreed with that. I think you did. I think Rick did as well. Donnie's right. No, okay, I, I, you're, no, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you, Ryan. It, I'm just saying a lot of people were wrong. And Ryan, it, it, two things. It, for, and Donnie's right. And second of all, they beat the defending Stanley Cup champion St. Louis. Oh, in stop the bubble. with that. And, and hold it a second. Hey, uh, well, they they were Stan, unhealthy. That was a title. Like, like honestly, they were unhealthy. The St. Months Louis earlier. Blues in the bubble okay. were not the Stanley Cup champion St. Okay. Louis Blues. Okay. Stop with that. Come okay. on. So in the bubble, the team comes back and they lose Markstrom, Tanev, Toffoli, and Stetcher. A tons of leadership. Tons of guys that kept the team together were good character team guys. They lost all four of them. Okay. They lost all four of them. Okay. It's a different team. So what's Benning done to, to fix that? Well, you could, Since that time. Ryan, so this offseason, okay, he was sure, active. Sure, fine, he was active. That's fine. But they did get Ekman Larson. They did get Garland. And like I said, the strange part of this mm-hmm. is that they've been, they've been good. Those players have been amongst their best players. It's just, as is per usual with the Canucks, a really strange, strange uh, situation. Like, I, I think we all got fooled by 2020. We, we all got f- – maybe Ekman Larson and Garland, as good as they are, maybe they're just not a fit with this team. I'm not sure. It's just, it just but again, really though, they've, that, go ahead. they've been fine. Yeah. Right? If they've been bad, then they'd say, oh, maybe the fit's not here. Nate Schmidt, right? Oh, the fit wasn't here, clearly, because he, never, he ne- never got off the ground. It's just eight years, eight years under Jim Benning, and they're arguably the exact same spot well, as they not. were they're not. eight years ago. That first season was well, their 100 best points. season. 100 points. 101. Whatever. Exactly, and, whatever and it was. A, and a playoff disappointment uh, against Calgary. Maybe that's as good as it gets in this in this regime. I think if they go 0-3 on this road trip and they fire Travis, and if Francesco thinks that the atmosphere at Rogers Arena on the home stand is oh, going to be... Oh, Benning, Benning will hear I mean, about it. It, it. Yeah, They either both have to go or they're both staying. But I you can't a, fire Travis. But, but, okay, you say that, who replaces them, Right. Like yeah, but, I said in that, in that, in that first I second. mean, hey, you brought in Brad Shaw. 
for at hey, least for Travis, right? Interim, interim. Pause. And he's been a head coach for like you know very it, small it, amount of time. Same thing. The, the, the GM is harder to replace here because Paquin had Brian Burke. Burke had Nonis. Why is Brian? Just listen to me. Gillis had uh, Gilman. Gilman. If you let Jim go, the guy that is his right hand man cannot take over. Well, no, okay? he, he probably so needs to go as that's well. That's what I'm trying to get. Yeah, but here's the they only don't thing. have well, a great okay, one-two okay, combo. Okay let, okay, let me ask you this: Why can't the the the, uh, the right hand man take over? Because my well, hold on, Rick. My sense of the situation is that John Weisbrod makes a lot of the, the calls for this team. Yeah, well, if he's so great, why can't he be a GM? But so if that's, I, the case, I don't want to well, see it. Don't get me wrong. No. But, you know, like it seems like this guy's making a whole bunch of the calls. Where oh, look, can, can he be a GM? Uh, let, me, let me say this, too. Like, Willie D, Travis Green, if you're going to hire a new coach, make it, make it a guy who has some experience in the NHL. That, it does. Bill LaForge, let's go way back. God rest his soul. It doesn't work. Get somebody but again, with some experience. They, they did a GM, Tortorella. A GM they did hired Tortorella third lasted one year. Yeah, well, but weird, who, weird who's, whose call was that? Oh, come on. So now it's a weird situation. They called, they, they got Tortorella. It lasted one year. Whose call was that? It was the owner's call. There you go. I just don't know how you can allow this general manager to hire a third coach. <laughs> that, that, that would absolutely blow my mind that a guy gets this much runway. For, for again, the product we're seeing on the ice. Again, you talk I, about Ferraro's tweet. Yeah. Ferraro ripping the back end. That's not Travis. Penalty killing problems, that probably is more the coaching staff and Travis. Both special teams, penalty kill and power play. It's not Newell Brown, uh, clearly. Uh, I, right? I, I, like, we I, figured I, that out. Yeah, I, I've said this for, for a long time. It's the same thing with the uniforms, right? <laughs> I know this enough. No, they don't have a read on the market. The ownership group does not have a read on the market. Well, that's fair. The people are sick and tired of this era. They are. Yes, they're, they're, I agree. They're tired of this era. This because, and, again, and, I think... And, and, and you're not... The owner's not firing the owner, so... Something else has to has because to I think a lot of Canuck fans feel like Groundhog Day every night that they tune into a Canucks game. I it's agree. Groundhog Day. I agree. Exact same thing. Offensive struggles, defensive struggles, PK special struggles. team struggles. You have a goaltender that's playing amazing, but there's no help with them. It's the same thing night after night. Well, night you know, after the night, year after insanity. year. Right. Well, exactly. I, I, they did not envision Pedersen having the slow start. Okay, they, and, they, okay, and again, Donnie, uh, uh, no uh, one uh, saw that coming. Let me go on about, about Elias Pedersen. I just wonder about this guy. And you know, I know you're a big fan of his, Ryan, because of the way he looks or what whatever. This, <laughs> okay, do, do, does he, like, he was off for eight months. Yeah. Okay, he his his wrist was sore or whatever, but he, he was injured. Don't say it like injured. that. He had a, te- a tendon in his yeah. wrist, Donnie. You're not out for can, that long. Can I finish here? Yep. Does it look like he worked on his strength, like at his core or his legs? Like, like. Well, hey, he, I'm gonna he hope worked, he didn't. Has he worked on faceoffs? Like, like I don't know. Or is he a player who's like, hey, I've had a pretty good start to my career. I'm good. I, I yeah. I, I, I you saw Travis Green rip into him on the bench. I wonder if he goes th- go third, see, third line. You saw the video of that. He I did. Didn't. No, he, I, he a did. lot of people saw it. Were you paying attention last what night? The, I got 500 texts during a game. I got, I got national well, media last well, maybe night focus. texting me at 24. What's wrong with these guys? What's going on? Well, no, maybe you should focus on the game in front of you. Oh, instead sorry, of the I, I missed a, a little How do you the miss that moment? But here's anyway. the, here's, Green's but, not happy with him. The guy's been a disappointment. Yeah, I'm he's sorry. not happy with him. $7 million a year? But here's the topic, though. Oh, here we go. No, has as as Green lost Pedersen? Like I, I, the way Elias oh. Pedersen looks right now. No, I'm gonna think. I think I'm gonna defend you. The way Elias Pedersen looks right now. If Travis is fired on Monday and Bradshaw takes over, or whoever you want, Bradshaw is Elias Pedersen suddenly Elias Pedersen. 
I don't necessarily know. Based on, like, he can't make the simplest of plays right now. Like, a pass is like, and, and I don't know if it's just his confidence is so shot that it's like. St- if, if, I stand corrected if his wrist is still bro- bothering him. Well, but okay? even if, Donnie, if it is even a that smidge. That doesn't explain even falling if all the time. The if it's not an issue. The wrist is not a Donnie an issue. And if it is, if it he is, should be out. He should be out. Like, why are you, why why are you, playing why are you making this? a play why with the wrist? getting mad at me? No, but like, it's I, not an issue. It's not an issue. If it was, he'd be out. Why would you make your star player play with an injured wrist? Former star player. Oh, wow. Okay, as usual, you guys have completely taken over my segment, so why don't we take a break? I do have something interesting to get into on the other side in Big Rye, so we'll do like a, like a hybrid Big Rye poll question segment cool. next. We have Kelly McCrimmon, the Vegas Golden Knights general manager. Hey, that game tomorrow night in Vegas. It's massive for the Vancouver Canucks, but we'll talk to Kelly about the Vegas Golden Knights and uh, the small little trade they made for Jack Eichel. That's coming up at 11.15. Massive hour ahead right here on this program. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Well, what's going on here? Now you're doing another big ride? Yeah, look at what's going on. What do you mean? Hold on a second here. Another big ride. I get ripped in the inbox all the time for not having enough tweets. I didn't even get to one in the last segment because you guys bogarted me. You should get ripped. We should read some of the uh, texts that are ripping into me for my criticism of EP40. Big Ride, the Twitter guy, brought to you by Arbutus RV. Whatever your venture, we have an RV for it. Visit ArbutusRV.ca right now. You know what I don't understand, though? There is a part of Canuck fan base that is very protective of Pedersen. Yeah, you. And that, no, 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 no. And that, like... You, 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 you really can't sit here for one second and be a little nervous that what we saw in year one is just not coming back? I understand where they're coming from. If it's, if it's this way, they, they want them to do. They, they, they're fans. Definitely. They want them to do well. They're protective of them. I, I, get, I get that. that but but I, know what, I know what I see. I know what a lot of fans see. To, to just sit no there shots. blindly and be no like... shots last night, four minutes of power play. This team's not good enough for Pedersen to be average. He's got to be a difference maker, Donnie. That's the thing. Bring, it, bring in who, whatever coach you want if you do move on from Travis. If Pedersen doesn't turn it around, Scotty Bowman couldn't help this team right now. Get, get to your tweet because I know you're I just want to mention this quickly because this is interesting. Over the last 24 hours, Greg Wyshynski reporting on this for ESPN, guys. The NHL has had talks this week with Las Vegas officials about shutting down the strip for two new outdoor all-star skilled themed competition events that'll be Vegas themed. Uh, Wish put up an article which goes on to say they've talked with the Bellagio, so whether or not the fountains would be involved there, I'm not sure. Frozen? Well, so here's my thing, okay? So if they, if they shut down the strip, whatever they do, what if there's like a roller hockey aspect instead of skates? They, they've already said the classic... Uh, like hardest shot, fastest skater, all that stuff in T-Mobile, T-Mobile Arena. That's going on like normal. They're not changing that. So this would be something different that they would have. Why not do something different like that? Like a something with roller hockey instead. Or I mean, I guess t- technically, if they're doing something outside, they're clearly going to be. What with roller hockey? I don't know. That's a great suggestion. I, wow. I just think something. If you're going to do something different outside, or ball hockey maybe. Ball hockey, exact same thing. If you're going to do something different outside. Like if you like, you're gonna do like the target practice where you shoot like through the Bellagio fountains or something. I don't know. Yeah, here's here, here's what they do with the skills. G- gather around, okay? Do you need a fire? Fire. Sure. Let the fire go on. for ahead. Go ahead, rather. Go for ahead. Pardon me. Mean? I don't know. <laughs> it's Friday. Um, fastest skater, hardest shot, target shooting. Done. 
That's it. No other Bingo. events. All yeah. three. They try the, all these other things. The passing's not great. To, I mean, it's a wonderful skill. It's not great to watch. Okay, but the just f- keep it keep it simple. The fly in the ointment here is something you talk about all the time. What's this for? for kids. There you go. So well, kids don't get so, kids don't like the no, fastest but skater. A couple of years ago, wasn't it the St. Louis one where they had the yeah up in the stands, right? And they shot the pucks down to the targets or whatever. That was fun. That was entertaining. That was fun the first couple of shots. That was entertaining. Something that was different. That was okay. fun. That was something different. So if you're doing something like that, like that what if more luck than what, skill though? What if they're on the roof of the Bellagio, shooting into the Bellagio fountains? And there's why don't they? Just, why don't they just get like Crosby? And McDavid to do some evil Knievel stunt with a like just jump off, yeah, yeah with a, with or a motorcycle. motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. He, he evil Knievel was great. He was one of the best of all time. He did a lot of his stuff in Vegas, jumping over the buses and stuff. That's what we're saying. Yeah, I'm sure the teams would green like that. He was good. Or get the Knievel. GMs to do that, and then they go to the Olympics right after too. So that yeah. would, that would perfect. That would be that would be good. Over two hundred broken bones. <laughs> uh, Those shots. Ever, I mean, I don't mean to laugh, but I mean he. It was his decision to do it. The shots of Evil Knievel bouncing on the pavement yeah, no. in the leather suit? <laughs> no. Can you I, imagine? I, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I just want to Con- see... Connor's a healthy scratch. Not a healthy scratch. <laughs> Connor's scratched today. Yeah. Here's I, why. I just want to see like their facial reactions if they go on the stratosphere roller coaster. Oh, just don't go, even, don't just even, go on that I, thing. I don't even want to think about that's it. That's a skills event right there. I don't even want to think about that. That thing is just... The roller coaster on top of the that skyscraper? That like stops... Off the edge. Who? Yeah, no, I'm like, good. What is the thrill? There? I'm not and putting it even last long. my life in the hands of a mechanical item like that. That which, by the way, sits out there year round in like 130 degree heat or whatever. I'm sure, it's, you've it's seen that good. thing, right? Rick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to Vegas. It Are you be, a roller coaster guy? Uh, uh, yeah, I've done the uh, the one at the PNE. Yeah, I've done that the one. The wooden roller coaster? That's the only one I've ever done. That's uh, that's <laughs> a great roller coaster. Hey, your time in Vegas was a roller coaster. No, I'm not going no. to Vegas ever again. That city, I'm done with that city. It's too it's evil. It's the evil, word evil people. Used. I'm never going back there again. That thing took a lot of toll on me for weeks. Anyways, can we get to the poll question? Yes, that's it for me, Big Rye, presented yes. by Arbutus RV. Now over to the poll question, which, go ahead. It's hopping. Donnie, look at this. 2,600 votes. Uh, uh, this was uh, Donnie's uh, uh, question. All Donnie this morning. Oh, my God. You're so worried. Hey, will you stop? Will you stop? Do the Canucks need to make a major move? Uh, 2,600 votes. Look at this. It's it's hopping. Uh, Yes. Fire Jim and Travis, 47%. 25 say uh, fire Jim. Uh, Then you fire Travis, 15%. And 11%. Boy, these got to be the most patient people. (laughs) Like, honestly. What do you think is most likely? What do you think is most likely? Forget about what you want. What do you think is most likely? I say no, be patient is most likely. Okay, anyways. Then nothing will happen. I, I told you why the GM's safe. Because there is no guy in-house that can become the new GM. Like, no way that they give it to Wisebrot. And if it keeps going bad, you know who's going to get it. Well, what about, uh, okay, what about bringing back Mike Gillis? Well, does that stump you or? Well, hey. Well, Mike Fudas. You want to bring him back? That's the owner's call again. It's the owner's call. We also, hey, by the way, you don't know for sure that Francesco isn't looking around. Hasn't talked to people Mm -hmm. in the background. Right? Like, yeah, you're looking in-house. Oh, yeah, there's no Scott Mellonby's hot. Montreal. As a candidate. Yeah. Yeah. In-house. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's really hard right now to fire the GM, Donnie. It is. Okay. And what when you have 18,000 people point? yelling, fire Jim Benning, how yeah, hard okay. is it then? 11% just well, that, told you to be patient, Ryan. Okay, fine. So when you have 13,000, then at Rogers Arena yelling that. 
when that happened with Mike Gillis, it was at the end of a season. It was, right? Yeah, but I mean, I think people. No, are, it's, it's it's a little uh, makes more sense at that point because the GM is about to I do guess, a whole yeah. bunch of work in the offseason. Yeah. That, like that's my again. Thing. Nothing you, would surprise. No, me. if you move on from Jim Benning, right? Yeah. And John Weisbrot. And even if Chris Gear is the intern for the rest of the year. With the Sedins. Why isn't that Chris, fine for the rest Chris, of the year? Chris Gear is just contracts. He did, he can't evaluate. But that's it. what but, I mean. But, but like, he, what what is Jim? Uh, he's got a trade deadline, obviously. Yes, you also. But got that's scouting what, for. And if they keep going, they're going to have another high pick for crying out loud. Yeah, there's a scouting component. There's a lot of stuff to do, Ryan. Maybe they get Shane Wright. But so then what? So you keep Benning, you fire him at the end of the year. I don't know. Then the new guy comes in. He might have a different scouting perspective anyway. Here's something for you. Why don't you try and get the owner on our show? I know he does. Yeah, there's only a certain place he does interviews on. (laughs) Wonder why. Why don't you try and get the owner on the show? Because a lot of the shots in the Delaney's okay tire and Langley inbox. Why don't you you try to get the owner on the show? Well, why should I get the owner on? That's not my job to get guests. It's Ryan's job. Get the owner on. Yeah. I could tell you how that. uh, I'm just going to bite my tongue. (laughs) It'd be great. Hey, and by the way, the smartest guy on this planet is Alexander Adler. For getting out of town? Oh, boy, did he. Maybe they'll reacquire him hey, in the deadline. The L.A. Kings have won seven straight games. He's in California. The beaches, the water, the sun. He's winning. And, yeah. Uh, Anthony and White Rock, what about Jeff Gorton? And Jeff Gorton, of course, the former Rangers general oh, manager. There's a million guys out there. Working at NHL guys. Network right now. Uh, another uh, well, he's got no GM experience, but uh, Kevin Weeks' names get uh, gets bandied about as well. Hey, and here's another one: they win tomorrow and Sunday. You two are going to come in here, and it's going to be uh, uh, sunshine and roses. Absolutely. Yeah, hold, on. hold on though. Hold on though. I, it's going to take a lot to smooth this over. Four points can do it. No, but if they four keep, points can do it, they haven't right. won three games in a row. If they keep winning, what, like let's say they win in overtime tomorrow night, and 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 regulation in Anaheim or whatever. Are people going, yeah, everything's fixed? No. Like they no, might feel not, a bit better than no, today, but make a, they won't make a move if they do that. It won't be as negative right? as, as it is. No, there won't be the three. calls as loud, but I'm just saying, like, if they just keep doing this, win a couple, win one, but lose nothing, two. Like, again, nothing would surprise me. I remember a time when, uh, not that long ago, early 90s, I believe, uh, Canucks tie, remember those ties? Yeah. Tie the Rangers at the Coliseum Afterwards, it's announced. I think I've got this right. Bob McCammon is out as head coach oh, of the right, Canucks, and Pat yeah. Quinn takes over after a fairly positive result. So you you just don't know. Again, nothing would surprise me with this organization. But what I think is most likely is that they stand pat. You watch. Not, not nothing would surprise me though. Okay, what's next? Kelly McCrimmon. Okay. Canucks uh, are in Vegas tomorrow for yes. I'm calling it. You, you, we all agree on this that it's a significant game yep. tomorrow night in Vegas. Kelly McCrimmon, GM of the Vegas Golden Knights, who after a tough start and uh, after uh, piling up a long injury list, are doing fairly well. They beat Minnesota uh, last night. We'll talk to Kelly next on Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by AbleAuctions.ca. Closing your business, we can help. This part of today's podcast brought to you by Jenish House Design, a team of expert designers creating modern home plans. For quick and cost-effective designs, visit Jenish.com today. 
Today's guests, including uh, Kelly McCrimmon of the Vegas Golden Knights, standing by, brought to you by Langley Chrysler. Don't struggle to find a great deal on new or used vehicles when Langley Chrysler has over 200 vehicles on the lot. Save up to 10500 on Ram at Langley Chrysler. In-store online at langleychrysler.com. Canucks in Vegas uh, tomorrow as they continue uh, their road trip uh, down south. Joining us now, Vegas Golden Knights GM Kelly McCrimmon. Kelly, thanks for doing this. How are you, sir? I'm doing real well. Thanks for having me, guys. No problem. Just a warning, Kelly, that you're taking on a Vancouver team uh, tomorrow that has a fan base that is extremely satisfied with how the team is doing. So, <laughs> we, 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 as per usual. Yeah, no, we, yeah, yes. that's right. You're noticing, eh? Hey, you 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 beat the Wild uh, yesterday. Uh, you've won four of five, eight six and zero oh after a one and four start. And Kelly, anybody who follows hockey knows how long your injury list is. I would imagine right now you're uh, pretty pleased with the way things have gone so far. Yeah, our goal really uh, with the injuries that we've had coming out of the gate, really beginning in training camp, is you know, to stay in the pile is the term I use. There's generally uh, five teams that pop out the top and, and uh, four or five that pop out the bottom and then a big group in the middle. And for us, uh, that's really the goal is to tread water and, and uh, you know, uh, wait for reinforcements. I, I've been pleased with, uh, I think we've won six of eight now. We've uh, developed a little bit of a different identity, which you need to when you've got a lot of guys uh, out of the lineup. I give our uh, coaching staff uh, a great deal of credit. They've uh, been able to prepare our team. Our goaltending has been great, which uh, which obviously is uh, uh, you know uh, critical when you're uh, when you're undermanned. So that's really uh, led the way. Our older players have been good, and then we've had you know good contributions from uh, from some younger guys that are getting an opportunity. Yeah, who stepped up the most for you, Kelly? Well, Marcia So and uh, and Riley Smith uh, are certainly our two leaders uh, up front. They've played really well. Uh, Nick Waugh, who uh, you know has quietly developed into a really good NHL player, uh, has uh, you know had increased responsibility. I think he's uh, really been uh, good for us on our back end. Uh, Alex Petrangelo, Shea Theodore, uh, really have played well. Martinez has been good. So the guys that we need to lead have done that. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, the goaltending with uh, with Robin uh, Leonard, Laurent Bassois, uh, have really been uh, uh, showing a lot of leadership as well. Kelly, a huge trade, and you're no uh, stranger to making big trades. Uh, there in Vegas, Mark Stone, Max Pacioretty, and now Jack Eichel. Tell us uh, just how that came about and when we could see Eichel in a Vegas uniform. Well, Jack Eichel was available uh, for trade from Buffalo. It had uh, you know got to a point between the player and the organization that uh, he was going to be moved. If he was going to be moved, we wanted to uh, at least express interest and see, uh, you know, what would come of it. It took uh, a considerable length of time for us to, uh, to finalize a deal. Um, you know, we paid, uh, you know, a high price to, uh, to acquire Jack. I think a trade that made a lot of sense for uh, Buffalo, given where they were at in relation to uh, Jack and his status there. And uh, for our team, I guess the motivation or the, the, you know, the thought behind our interest is just a really elite number one center, which uh, as many things that have gone right here uh, as they have, it was an organizational need that uh, you don't, uh, you don't often get the, the opportunity to solve it. Jack's 25 years old. He's under contract for, uh, for five more years. We think he's one of the top centers in the national hockey league. Uh, we incur some risk based on, uh, his surgery, he's getting surgery today. We're 
uh, you know, optimistic that that surgery will go well and that he'll return uh, to the form that uh, that he once had. And, you know, his last full season, uh, you know, he had 36 goals in 65 games. He's a player that, uh, you know, does a lot of things in terms of, uh, you know, speed, uh, the amount he can play, uh, the ability, uh, the game-breaking ability that he has. He's really going to complement our team when, when we do get him back, we are a little bit unsure what that time frame will look like, but you know, likely somewhere, you know, in the three to five month range, which uh, I know is a pretty broad window. But uh, given that it's never happened to an NHL player before, we can't uh, we can't dial it in much tighter than that. Uh, Kelly, we talked about we're in a hot Canadian market here in Vancouver. Uh, you've had tremendous success in Vegas since day one. You guys done a lot of winning since day one. Tell us about the market and how they have reacted. The fans are they? Uh, just give us a general feel on what you think of that market right now, Kelly. Well, it's a great market. It's uh, you know the fan base is really passionate. The games are uh, a lot of fun. Uh, I think first and foremost for our fans. I, I often tell uh, you know my friends, my Canadian friends uh, that. You know, for a casual fan to go to a game uh, in Vegas, you'd find it really enjoyable. Just uh, just the surroundings, the goings on within the building. Uh, they've fell, fallen in love with our team. That goes right back to the expansion year, not only with the success that that team uh, enjoyed, but with the uh, tragedy of one October. I think really galvanized uh, our team to the fan base and uh, and vice versa with the. Uh, uh, the role that a lot of our players, uh, through their own initiative, uh, played in trying to help uh, uh, the city heal in a real difficult uh, time. That was right prior to uh, the beginning of our first uh, season on the ice. And, uh, you know, I think uh, from there, the success, we've played an 11 playoff series in four years, which, um, you know, I think is... Uh, uh, you know, real positive. We're disappointed that we haven't played in more because we lost out in the uh, the conference finals in uh, the bubble in Edmonton, and then last year, I guess what you would refer to as the semifinals to uh, to Montreal. So we uh, are hoping to uh, build on that. Uh, the fans fall in love with our players. I think that the players love the city, uh, everything about uh, the organization. It's a great place uh, for them to play, and it's been a really good addition to the NHL. And when you look at Seattle now. Uh, coming into the league, it used to be that uh, expansion franchises, when they came into the NHL, were uh, were bottom feeders for a period of time. And I think what you've seen now is Vegas is a great addition to the National Hockey League. We expect Seattle will be uh, very much the same, and it makes it makes the league better. It obviously, from a player standpoint, creates more opportunities, and uh, from a fan interest standpoint, I think really, uh, you know, we've uh, we've gained a great following. Uh, Eichel, Petrangelo, Stone. Uh, Patch ready, uh, Kelly. Going back to the Eichel deal, what what's your organization's philosophy when it comes to building a roster? Because it's very clear that you're not afraid of making big moves. Well, for me, a lot of these moves are based on what you've already done. So, you know, the fact, uh, you know, we went to the finals in year one. We thought that it was likely, in some small part, uh, smoke and mirrors in terms of. Uh, you know, being a Stanley Cup contender, and yet it wet the appetite of people in the organization and our fan base that we wanted to try to get better. So that, uh, if I remember it correctly, led to, uh, you know, the acquisition of Paul Stasny as a free agent, the trade in the fall of uh, Max Pacioretty, 
And then the opportunity that came uh, to us at the trade deadline that same season to acquire Mark Stone, who was a player that we held in high regard, who I had a lot of uh, history with because of his time uh, in Brandon with the Wheat Kings. And when we made that trade, you know, for me, that really uh, made us a contending team. That's the, that's when I really felt that uh, our team um, was a contender and, and had a chance uh, had a chance to win. And I say all of that recognizing that there's uh, so many things that have to go right for you to win. But when you're looking at roster composition, I think you you have an idea of what you want your team to look like, what a championship team needs to look like. And and Mark Stone, uh, for me, when we made that trade, uh, really elevated us. Uh, to that status. And I think, uh, you know, some of those names you mentioned with, uh, uh, with Petrangelo, we look at a team, uh, I guess our most recent Stanley cup winner back to back years in Tampa Bay with a Victor Hedman on their blue line. But if you look at Stanley cup champions, uh, you know, over a number of years, uh, you know, they have a player like that. And that's where we were aggressive uh, with uh, trying to sign uh, Petro, which we were able to do. He's been, uh, absolutely tremendous uh, ever since he uh, stepped on the ice here. And now I think with Jack Eichel, uh, you know, again, when you look at championship teams, you need that, uh, that star player, that strength up the middle of the ice. And certainly we've got a lot of good forwards, uh, primarily uh, on the wings. We've got good centermen, but we don't have a franchise centerman, a true number one centerman like, uh, like Jack Eichel is. So to me, the, the moves tie together. Jack Eichel wouldn't be for every organization right now based yeah. on where teams might be at, but for our organization, based on where we were at, we felt it justified the price. And uh, again, uh, don't forget, he's 25 years old, so he's going to be a player that's a big part of things here for uh, for a long time. Yeah, and Serge, very quick, Kelly, you may have said this already, but surgery today for uh, Jack Eichel, when do you expect him in the lineup? Uh, well, let's see how surgery goes today. Okay. We're, yeah. uh, we're optimistic that it will go well. If it does go well, um, you know, Jack thinks three months, I think four to five months. I don't know that either one of us know, yeah. uh, but it'll be, uh, you know, he'll do everything he can to be back as, uh, as quickly as possible, whether that's right after the Olympic break, right before it's later than that. It's really hard to pinpoint, uh, Don. Couple of uh, texts and a phone call there. I think Benning's trying to get a hold of you there, Kelly. So we'll let we'll let you, we'll we'll let you go. Thanks for this. Okay. All the best. You bet. Yeah, anytime, guys. Thank you. Thanks. And by the way, folks, that uh, thing in the background—I think they call that a blue sky. Yeah. That we were looking at uh, was, with Kelly. Uh, was it raining today in Vancouver? Didn't you drive in today? Yeah. I, yeah. I just we're in a phase. I'm I'm all phased out. Listen, I interviewed him in 1995 at the Memorial Cup in Kamloops. You know I what? Tried, I tried to tell you two guys. You guys brushed it off like you know. Well, what's your point? My point is, he's a good guy. He's, he's a, a great big, guy. Uh, Western Hockey League guy. I interviewed him Wait. in '95 at the Mem Cup when he logged into the Zoom. He said, "Rye, thanks for having me on the show." I talked with Dolly Wall in 1995. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah. yeah, I hunted him down in the corridor and got him. <laughs> Good. It's like the highlight of your broadcasting career. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm telling you, 95 Memorial Cup, uh, Kamloops, that was one of the best junior teams of all time, my friend. Trip down memory lane with yeah. Rick Dollywall. Yeah. He makes a point about Jack Eichel. Oh, as successful as they've been, they've been looking for a, and nothing against a- anybody there, but they've been looking for a stud number one center since they started. Right? Interesting. He said Jack thinks three months. I think four to five months. It's going to be between three to five. He thinks four to five months. No, 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 no. Uh, Jack thinks three, and he thinks four to five. <laughs> Let's get back to the 95 <laughs> more. Okay. Are we doing DTMZ? 
Uh, a short DTMZ uh, next. Crazy show. Again, we apologize for the technical difficulties uh, earlier on, uh, folks. It's Donnie and Dolly, the team, next. Able Auction specializes in helping British Columbia-based business owners close their business and sell their assets in a timely, orderly manner. Online events for everything from machine shop and manufacturing auctions to industrial equipment, retail inventories, or any other type of business assets, Able Auctions can help. For a free confidential consultation on getting your business assets sold, please email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ablaauctions.ca. It's 11.36 on a Friday morning. Time for DTMZ. It is brought to you by the world-famous Whistler Golf Club. Uh, Go see our uh, big pal Al. Uh, Great track, great track. Heartfelt read there. Hey, what are you talking about? Our pal Al, did you see the rhyme? Right right after the show, I'm heading up to Whistler. Oh, really? Maybe I'll check out the course while I'm uh, up there. Thanks for the invite. Thanks for the invite. (laughs) Would you want me to invite you? On a weekend in Wisdom with Kels and I? We had a party last Saturday. Uh, Donnie and I sitting at the over 70 table. Uh. You didn't even say hi to us. DTMZ brought to you by, as Rick said, the Arnold Palmer Design Whistler Golf Club. Whistler's golf outings leader. Secure your 2022 tee times for your group of 12 or more. Now at whistlergolf.com slash groups. Going to get to birthdays right away. I just want to mention this before we go any further. Uh, Don't forget Lions versus Calgary tonight at BC Place also. And again, our show got cut short because of technical difficulties today. We're going to get more into that, into this, uh, but we just don't have the time. Canada, Alfonso Davies up in Edmonton. Apparently the weather's cold up there. Perfect. Up against Costa Rica, CONCACAF uh, qualifying Mexico next week in Edmonton. Um, And minus two. Just just hold on a second because I called my buddy in uh, Edmonton. Uh, for a weather update. What's uh, his minus name? Minus two. Huh? What's his name? Uh, Bobby. Bobby. Steve? <laughs> no, nah, it's not Steve. Steve in Cloverdale is a good guy, too. Listen, minus two, really windy this morning. Uh, it's going to be... Was not, he a weatherman? No, he's not a weatherman. He lives there. He's, I used to roommate with him uh, back up north. He's a good guy. It's a minus two. A lot of wind tonight. But he did an interview with Kelly McCrimmon, <laughs> I think, at the, the Memorial Cup. At the Mem Cup. It's good yeah. to see, though. They've sold almost 50,000 tickets. They have. Yeah. In Edmonton. 50 yeah. sold. So that's really good to see. And again... Might be some games here in BC Place in January, so. Alfonso Davies ama- back in his hometown. Amazing to see. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's pretty special. Uh, Mark from Delta, Delaney's okay tire inbox. I hope you're happy with that. We mentioned the Lions, and we mentioned uh, the Canadian men's national soccer team. All right, right to birthdays, guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. You, you okay with that? Yeah, oh, 100%. Let me know. <laughs> okay. We good? Yeah. How many times you got to ask? Get to it. It's because uh, Donnie was finding his birthday. It's called stalling. No, right? no, I see. Okay. I wasn't organized. Veteran move, veteran move. November 12th, we have 11 birthdays. The line is set at 8 by Alarming and Charming Clocks, Bracelets, and Casino in Teaneck, New Jersey. Alarming and Charming. The show has been alarming, but not, oh, not charming today. Shocking. Rock and roll. Rock and roll Hall of Famer from Canada. Whose bands include Buffalo Springfield, Crazy Horse, and, Young. and the Shocking Pinks, figure skater and boxer from Portland, who was the first American woman to land a triple axel. And she did it in figure skating as well. <laughs> Tanya Harding? Oh my gosh. Ex Vancouver, where were you on that? Ex Vancouver Canadian. W- was that the, right? Yes. Huh. Ex Vancouver Canadian from the Dominican, 
who is one of only nine major leaguers to hit 600 or more home runs. Used to play at Nat Bailey. Uh, Roberto Alba? No. <laughs> 600 or more home runs. Former Canadian. Best known as a Cub. Oh, Sammy Sosa. Yeah. Former Vancouver Canadian? Yeah. Yes, he was, Ryan. He played at Nat Bailey. I've got a story about that. Yeah. Sharks veteran center uh, who October 8th, 2013 versus the Rangers became the fourth youngest player in NHL history to score four goals in one game. He was 19 and 330 years old. Still with the Sharks. Olympics 100 meter, oh, 110 dash? meter. Hurdle? Thomas Hurdle. There you go. Dash. Hey, what do you mean? It's a 100 meter dash. Who calls it a dash? Other People? than on sports day. That's cool. Okay. Kraken defenseman. Number six. Former Oiler. Former Devil. Uh, the Swede. The Swede. The Swede. I'm not going to accept that. I think uh, you've got that right, but yeah, it, uh, what's AL. It? Yeah. Former Oiler. Larson, Adam Larson, Adam Larson. Uh, Happy birthday (laughs) to this gentleman because we've really made him feel uh, uh, positive today. EP40. Your buddy, your buddy, your buddy. He's in Vegas for it. In 1976 in Montreal, at the age of 14, this Romanian athlete became the first gymnast to receive a perfect 10 at an Olympics. Uh, 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 N.C. Nadia. 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 I am there. I know this. Nadia, Nadia, Nadia. <laughs> it's not Scal. <laughs> it's not Scalari. Start with a C. Scalinski Sc- or something. Just give it to us. <laughs> Nadia Kamenichi. 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 That's uh, no. London, Ontario-born actor. Oh, you got more? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. London, Ontario-born actor who starred in The Notebook with fellow Canadian Rachel McAdams. Ryan Gosling. Oh, uh, Gosling. She won the 2013 Best Supporting Actress Oscar for her work in Les Mis. Also starred in The Intern and The Princess Diaries. Brunette, A.H., Big Smile. And Hathaway? Yes. Current Lakers point guard who was named NBA MVP in 2017 playing for OKC. Russell Westbrook. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Nadia Scolari. (laughs) Whatever you said. If I get 50% of the name right, give me some credit. Sammy Sosa played in the... uh, Yeah, that's uh, right. For the Vancouver Canadians. Real short and skinny. We interviewed him. She was on... Uh, at not, not real short, but... Donnie, she was on 1040 in the early days, in the year one. Sammy Sosa? No, uh, Nadia. Really? Yeah. He was talking about Sammy Sosa. No, I'm though. talking about Nadia, going back to her. She <laughs> like was Six a- conversations ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, our... Uh, so I really stuck out. You couldn't remember her last name. Our former co-worker, Eddie Gregory, tweeting at me saying, part of the White Sox organization at the time. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Eddie, thank you for that. Yeah, Eddie, uh, Gregory, uh, just hold up. Play-by-play, man, for the Coquitlam Express. Good guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Scolari. Whatever. Sammy you said. Sosa, oh, said Nat Bailey. Yeah. Why, why, why are you finding it hard to believe? No, like, I just. A lot of guys came through. I Vancouver. I know Jose Canseco when he came. Yeah, here. well, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah. I know Jose when was him. here. That was a big big deal. When they Vlad Guerrero Jr. Right? Was he con- Vancouver Canadian? Oh gosh, no, he good. he was not Vancouver. Like this this single leg. We're going back to the Triple A. No, Syndergaard though. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Who they traded. Exactly. We good? We're good. Uh, Neil Young is 76. Uh, he's going to play us out from April 1970 in the album. You going to play it here? And the album, everybody knows this is nowhere. That's what I'm talking about. This is Neil Young. Oh, yeah. Travis Green, do you want to win tonight? 
<laughs> and Cinnamon Girl on check. Canadian legends only on a BC Friday morning. Neil. Able Auction specializes in helping British Columbia-based business owners close their business and sell their assets in a timely, orderly manner. Online events for everything from machine shop and manufacturing auctions to industrial equipment, retail inventories, or any other type of business assets, Able Auctions can help. For a free confidential consultation on getting your business assets sold, please email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ablaauctions.ca. Is it just me coming up? But I want to mention that our inbox is sponsored by Delaney's OK Tire in Langley in business for over 20 years. OK Tire is Canadian-owned and operated from coast to coast. Also, Able Auctions, title sponsor. If you own or manage a business anywhere in BC and thinking of closing, let the experts at Able Auctions help. We might want to think about that. To get your business assets sold after today, email sales at ableauctions.ca, sales at ableauctions.ca. Is it just me, Rick? I think we set a record today, submissions into the Delaney's OK Tire and Langley inbox. Uh, a lot Donnie, of them ripping you. A lot of them ripping you. And also, the owner of the Vancouver Canucks, is it just me? But the owner is the number one problem in Vancouver, not the coach, not the GM. It's the owner, Higgy the ref from the island. Yeah, and that's not the only one we're getting uh, like that. Again, uh, Rick and I think, Ryan, we all uh, agree that nothing will surprise us Monday. Right. If, if they, they go over three, they lose. if they if they go on three, Monday could be a pretty big day in Vancouver. Or they'll stay the course. Or they could win two, and, and we're going to come back here with our tail between our legs. Is it just me? Uh, this is from Shoe Swap Scott. This is the most disappointing show ever. Down of the Canucks, down of the Lions, and didn't get to see how Cooking on the Coast finished the mac and cheese. <laughs> so we were off the air for the first half, half hour. hour. I guess they ran a cooking show cooking called show. Cooking on the Coast. They had, And we had a lot of texts about this. They had a macaroni and cheese recipe going. I guess that they didn't finish. You pull yeah. it out of the uh, oven and enjoy. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be replayed on check at some point. Oh, yeah. Hot uh, bench, of course, coming up after us. Uh, this is an important one for me because a lot of people have brought this up to me in the last uh, 48 hours. Or, sorry, 24 hours. Anyways, is it just me or was Trevor Linden right about this team not being ready to take the next step? Ownership was impatient and now we're in a deeper hole than where we were before. David from Surrey. And so I had a, a really good hockey guy reach out to me last night. Linden begged this owner to rebuild. And he wouldn't do it because he wanted to retool yeah. the fly. And he said three or four years ago, Linden said, look, you're going to have to tear it down. He wouldn't tear it down. And can you now tell me that Trevor Linden wasn't right? He was right. Well, he wasn't the only one. I think a lot of people felt that way, Rick. This whole thing with not being able to say the word rebuild. Rebuild. They wouldn't you, say you, it from day one. The, they the wouldn't say it. The lack of success they're having right now, you can track all of it back uh, to that. If you just would have shown some patience right off the bat, and I know about the 101-point season back in 2014-2015, but the right move would have been to be way more patient you pile up your draft picks and, and go from there. Well, they and I said I, did, I, I didn't even like the Garland. As, as much as Garland and Ekman Larson have been good, I didn't like that deal either. Get get draft picks. How do you win a Stanley Cup? What do you got? Uh, it, it, is it just me, but Donnie questioning 
uh, PD superstar status. Really, I wish Don was even one-tenth as critical of Jake during his tenure. He's all over PD in like 14 games this season. That's from Scott. Okay, that's, that's, that's fair criticism. But uh, and near the end, I was critical of, uh, of Jake. I just... Right. He's got to be better. Pedersen, last night, zero shots, four minutes power play time. Donnie, that third goal was his fault. He's got to be better. We know that. I think he needs to take his game to another level, especially strength-wise, and I haven't seen that. And uh, maybe I was a little soft on Jake at the beginning. I'll, I'll, I will agree with that. Duly noted. Let's take a break. Uh, I'm upset. I'm going to whine in the break. Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. Don't struggle to find a great deal on newer used vehicles when Langley Chrysler has over 200 vehicles on the lot. And right now, they'll take anything on trade. Vehicles, boats, RVs, quads, helicopters, even time machines. Save up to $10,500 on Ram at Langley Chrysler in-store or online at langleychrysler.com. Oh, yeah. Bo, Bo Horvat said it. Canucks embarrassed last night. 7-1 down in Colorado. The poll question. Uh, first of all, great song. Thank you. He knows I love this song. This is my uh, favorite AC. People don't know I'm a headbanger. I love this stuff. This is my favorite uh, ACDC song. So nice. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, nicest thing you've done for me in weeks. Anyways, turn it down. I can't concentrate. Do the Canucks need to make a major move? 3,000 votes, Donnie. It's hopping. Look at this. I told you. Donnie came up with this. Uh she, she kept her motor. Yeah, anyways, I get it. Fire Jim and Travis, 47%, uh, Donnie. Mm-hmm. Uh, fire Jim, 25. Fire Travis, 10. Or is that 16, Donnie? Uh, 16. Uh, 16 and a half. And uh, be patient. The most patient people on this earth, uh, 10%. Um, and is it just me? You had a special one from the stump. Oh, you got, oh, got business. Sorry. No, I, 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 what do you want me to do? Go the stump. The stump? <laughs> <laughs> No, do you want the stump? You want me to go? <laughs> no. You, uh, you want me to go to the stump first? <laughs> sure. Oh, it's a you person who calls himself Listen, the stump. This is a good one. I want to get this in. Uh, <laughs> and I don't want the stump. <laughs> you don't want the stump. This is from the stump. Uh, my partner. I called. Uh, okay. You guys, you come on. Read it? No, you read it because this My is My partner, I call him Tree. It's his last day at VPD after 30 years of policing. He is retiring, a great cop, and a better person. Again, that comes from the stump into and, the Delaney's OK Tyron Langley inbox. And Tree, thanks for your service. 30 years policing, keeping the community safe. Thank you for fire uh, police department. Thank you very much. And uh, happy retirement. Wanted to get that in. Can Bus- I, business, yep. Yeah, we got to get to this. If is you the missed, stump involved in this? Uh, the stump, uh, no stump. If you missed any of today's show, don't <laughs> forget you can catch full replays of Donnie and Dolly in the Check Plus app or watch your interviews on YouTube. Just search for Donnie and Dolly. All this brought to you by, oh, the good people at the Waddling Dog Pub. You got Dom, Brandon, Anita, the ant. Uh, the Waddling uh, Dog Pub celebrating 30 years of ownership and welcomes you to their family-run Stubbs watering. Stubbs dropping by this weekend. <laughs> Stubbs going to be at the Waddling uh, Dog. <laughs> not Stump. No, Stump. Stump. Stump's going to be at the Waddling Dog Pump. 17 TVs to cheer on the Canucks. <laughs> hey, listen, you're going to get me in trouble. Dom's going to be pissed off here. Anyways, look at this. 17 <laughs> TVs to cheer on the Canucks. Look at this. Uh, unbelievable. Look at what? Unbeatable <laughs> daily happy hour and their famous wing night. No wonder they've been named the number one pub in Victoria two years running. Whether you live on the island or the mainland, you can't miss. 
out visiting the dog at 10 minutes from the ferry terminal, uh, Victoria Airport, and the Bouchard uh, Gardens. There you go. Thanks for that. Uh, Howard on the island, is it just me, or have the players, you wanted to talk about this, tuned out? Have they given up I on green not see that. and make, uh, <clears throat> make look at playing better under a new, or may look better playing under a new coaching regime? Again, Howard on, on the island, are they tuned out, Travis I, Green? Uh, first of all, I didn't say that. Uh, second of no, all, but you did want to talk about I it. Did, I did. We talked about it in the pregame uh, or the pre-show meeting, and uh, that was a question that was uh, thrown out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, the expression that players have given up on a coach, players are, among other things, they're great athletes, for one, but they're also businessmen. You're not going to give up on anybody. You're not going to stop Donnie, trying. Like, you you know, if you, that word gets around, you're one of those guys, you're done. But you said in your tweet last night, they're down 3 nothing after one. So they would have got a pep talk in the intermission, and they come out flat. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what people are talking about. Bednar came up with a better pep talk, I guess. Uh, go. I, 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 we're running out of time. Uh, uh, Ryan's given us the show. Is is it? Are we uh, hurting for time yeah, here? We got one minute to go. Okay, yeah. go ahead, Donnie. Is it just me unsigned, or was Rick Buddy Rick's buddy in Edmonton? His last name was it Sacramento? <laughs> That's a Seinfeld reference. No, no, I got uh, I got good pals <clears throat> in Alberta, Edmonton, Grand Prairie. Bobby, my my friend Bobby's watching in Grand Prairie. They're giving me weather updates. Uh, Speaking of Bobby, Edmonton, all, all of that, don't forget Canada uh, versus Costa Rica tonight, CONCACAF qualifying. Uh, also, Lions uh, and Stampeders uh, tonight at BC Place. Lions, uh, you know what? I mean, get a good game. Get going. Get the people back in the seats. Are you going? No, I got stuff to do tonight. Coquitlam Joe, is it just me? But the only thing scarier than watching the Canucks would be seeing Rick at Rec Beach. 30 years ago, that was not a good sight. Speaking speaking of this stump. Okay, have a great <laughs> weekend, folks. <laughs> On behalf of uh, Ryan and Rick and, and Derek and everybody at Oh Boy and Check, uh, what a day we've had. Have yourself a great weekend again, folks. I'm Don. You're up to date in the world of sports. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Donnie and Dolly for all the latest show content. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.